This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Frame. Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the Skylight Frame. The Skylight Frame is the perfect gift. It's a touchscreen photo frame your whole family can upload photos to from wherever they are in the world. It's a way to share with her all the moments that matter. It sets up in seconds. You can even make sure that it's already loaded with photos when your mom opens her Mother's Day gift. And her Skylight Frame can hold thousands of the treasured photos you share. It's an easy, heartfelt way for mom to stay connected with those who matter most. It really is the perfect gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy. Welcome to Happy Class. This is a special bonus series of the Live Free Creative podcast, where I, Miranda Anderson, give you a little bit of an inside scoop into my Master of Applied Positive Psychology program at UPenn. I am going to spend the 2022-2023 school year diving deep into the science of well-being, answering the question, what makes life worth living? And I'm excited to share little bits and pieces along the way with you. So whether you're interested in what's it like being in graduate school as an almost 40-year-old, or if you, like me, are interested in living a little bit better life, I hope that you'll enjoy these quick, thoughtful insights as to the things that I'm learning and what I think about them. Hop into my backpack. Let's head on in to happy class. Welcome back to Happy Class. This is week 17. We are rolling into the new semester and it's been great. I talked about last week how our classes have changed, kind of give you an introduction into the new semester. I have to say that my feeling that these are more oriented towards my strengths and my interests has remained true. I am really, really enjoying the classes that I'm taking. The assignments feel a little bit not lighter creatively, but lighter logistically. Last semester, each of my distance learning periods, I had three to four papers to write, so a total of like a dozen or more pages. This semester, it looks like the projects are going to be a little bit different, creating workshops and PowerPoint presentations and reflection papers rather than strictly academic theoretical papers. I've already really enjoyed diving into this group project for our institutions class, working with three other classmates who are wonderful and meeting this great staff at an organization that we're working with that I'll share a little bit more about today. So week 17 feels good. We feel like we're on the upswing. The only tricky part about this last week is that I have been sick. And so I (laughs) was in bed. That was hard with my family. It was hard with school. It was hard with work. Just generally, you know, you don't plan on being sick. And it was nice to be able to have some days to rest and actually kind of lay low. Um, At the same time, 
I did have some assignments due and rather than push them off, I decided to, you know, try to get some good rest for a few days and then wake up and kind of push through. And I'm glad I did because I now I'm still on track. I don't have anything that is late or that I'm still working on after the fact. And that that all feels good. I want to tell you a little bit more about the institutions class and this group project. The objective of this class is to really instill in us the ability, skill, and understanding of how to apply positive psychology to an institution, not only on an individual level, which we've done a lot of and are doing in particular through our positive psychology and individuals class. This one is about organizations and maybe within the organization you're addressing things at an individual level, but how do you address a need of an organization with positive psychology principles and interventions? For a little background, the organizations apply to be able to be chosen as pilot programs for this class. It's, you know, I think a real privilege for them to be able to work with a group of graduate students at the university, have the resources of the students and of the university, you know, in this partnership. It's really mutually beneficial. The organizations that apply already have a baseline understanding of positive psychology. They maybe have been following along with some of the work and the research. Maybe they're already applying it in specific ways. They don't need like a master class on what it is. They are interested in it already on board with the way that positive psychology and applying evidence-based wellness principles can be beneficial. And they are excited about having a group of students help them develop some sort of program, workshop, training, something that can be embedded into their organization for positive change. I understood there were about 40, a little over 40 organizations from around the world that applied this year 13 were chosen we got as students we got descriptions of those 13 organizations and all of the different aspects of what they do and what they're hoping to achieve with this partnership and then we were able to rank which ones were seemed most interesting to us that were either aligned with our current skill set or way outside of our current skill set offering a new perspective and a challenge we had the opportunity to either rank our cohort as our highest priority, which is what I chose to do, rank my highest priority as the classmates that I would be doing this team group project with. I felt like if I knew who I was working with and that we kind of organized ourselves ahead of time and we knew that we had a good group dynamic that we could take on any organization with any challenge and face it, you know, learning head on. That felt good for me. I know a lot of people who decided to prioritize the organization and be put with other people who had a similar interest in the organization itself. These organizations spanned things from healthcare work, like working with uh, Cystic Fibrosis Foundation, to education work, to leadership and corporate development work, to community theater and arts programs. They're kind of all over the board and all around the world. There were some that I was really interested in because I felt I had a personal alignment or connection to them. For example, one of the organizations that the program is working with this year is the Utah Bar Association. That's the um, you know organization governing body for the attorneys in the state of Utah. Well, I grew up in Utah, so that felt you know ob- obviously like a good fit. And then also, my husband's an attorney, and 
Although he is not barred in the state of Utah, he's barred in the state of Virginia, and he does federal law. And so it, you know, doesn't necessarily apply in the same way. I understand what it's like to go to law school and to be in partnership with an attorney. And I've seen the lifestyle of working in a law firm and working in private practice. And I, I feel like I had a perspective that uh, that could go along with that. So that was interesting to me. Similarly, with the there's a couple different healthcare organizations and you know, being a nurse and having that background, I felt like I could speak that language. I was really interested in a couple of the education options. There were, you know, there's an organization in the state of Arizona that is a positive psychology university. And the whole school is designed around some of these well-being principles, really counter regular culture. And I think it's it's so interesting and it's really cool. So all of that said, I prioritized my group three other students who I had met and felt really comfortable with and aligned with and enjoy their personalities. And, you know, we're working really closely together for this whole five months of this semester. I thought I'd really like to work with people that I have chosen. And that's turned out to be such a great experience so far. We were placed with an organization that was probably on the lower end of my comfort level. And that said, digging in, I was excited. I felt like we are going to be able to do, you know, really help and find places to make a program make sense. The organization that we are assigned is called the Center for Correctional Solutions out of Arizona State University. It's a lab, a research lab connected to the university whose students, director, graduate students, undergraduate students design programs for people who are living and working in the correction system in the state of Arizona. Primarily working right now, one of their big projects is with a medium security women's prison in Phoenix. They have programs that have been developed for a variety of different populations. And it's a really, really cool center with a dynamic director who has big, huge ideas of the way that incarceration can be changed for good and really reimagining it so that it is mutually beneficial for the incarcerated individual, the people who work in prisons, the correctional officers and staff, as well as the communities where these facilities are embedded. And it was so outside of my comfort zone and my wheelhouse that it has taken me a little bit of time to sort of recognize how making a positive impact, even in an organizational system that I don't philosophically and fundamentally agree with as a whole is still improvement and that there's real lives of real people that can be touched and changed and uplifted through the program that we design. Even if what I wish we could do is overhaul the whole thing, at the very least, you know, this is like the starfish that we can throw back. This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Frame. Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the Skylight Frame. The Skylight Frame is the perfect gift. It's a touchscreen photo frame your whole family can upload photos to from wherever they are in the world. It's a way to share with her all the moments that matter. It sets up in seconds. You can even make sure that it's already loaded with photos when your mom opens her Mother's Day gift. And her Skylight Frame can hold thousands of the treasured photos you share. It's an easy, heartfelt way for mom to stay connected with those who matter most. It really is the perfect gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com easy.
That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy. It's been really fun to get started, and we're just just getting started, just digging into the first couple meetings, figuring out what aspect of the many, many aspects that could be addressed as far as improving well-being of the lives of people who live and work in prison, which aspect we want to really dig in on, and then what the research is going to show around that, and then how to design a program that can actually logistically make sense and be implemented in real life. All of that is really fun. And it's been super engaging and super interesting. And like I said, I'm so thrilled that my group is on board. They're all people that I love talking to every single week. And we're working really well together. I wanted to just mention as far as group work, which can be you know, really positive for some people and really negative for others. Something that our assistant instructor, who's also kind of our mentor in this process, recommended was rather than each of us taking 25% of each of the portions of the project, there's about four sections of the project. And he said his group, his year of the program divided it up. Let's each do a quarter of each of these sections. And he said it kind of got messy that, you know, when you're all working on the same thing at the same time, it's a little bit more difficult to coordinate. And he said, I think what may have worked better is if we had divided the teamwork by section of the project and had a team lead for each of those sections that really carried the majority of the load during that piece and the others acted as support and then to shift those roles as the semester goes on. That's what we decided to do. I took the team lead for this first section, which has been coordinating communication with the organization and digging into a high-level overview, a situational analysis of the organization, of the correction system in the United States, narrowing that down to Arizona itself, and then some of the different ways that we could potentially apply positive psychology to this organization. And it's been a blast. I've had a great time. It's been a ton of work, but really, really engaging. I may have spent hours pouring over articles and researching corrections and definitions and things that I didn't understand from the research. And it's just felt really empowering. And it's all in process. And then I get to turn it in and participate fully from the passenger seat for the rest of the semester, which is great. To round out this episode, I thought I'd just share a couple ideas about the theory of high quality connections. This is something that we're learning about in the same institutions class. And really forms kind of like the fundamental underlying basis of any intervention that we put into place will have to be implemented within the structure of community communication and relationships that already exist in an organization. High quality connections are defined as a small dyadic relationship that are positive in terms of subjective experience. So dyadic means two people who are having a moment of connection and it's short term it doesn't imply that there's a longer term relationship or that these people even know each other you can have a high quality connection with the grocery store clerk as you're checking out if you have a couple specific factors these factors are feelings of vitality in connection that means this high positive energy 
a sense of positive regard, which is a feeling of being known or belonging, respected and cared for within the connection, and then also the subjective experience of a felt mutuality. So that this is something that you're not experiencing alone, that you're experiencing it mutually. So you can see how given those characteristics that it's a high energy positive connection with mutual sense of being respected and cared for and mutuality that you're both experiencing a similar positive emotion at the same time. That is a high quality connection. There's also a couple structural features that I want to share about high quality connections that help you as you're trying to create them or build them into an organization like I'm talking about with you know this plan that we're going to try to come up with. First, a high quality connection implies emotional carrying capacity. So both positive and negative emotion is held within this interaction. There's a flexibility to the interaction. It is able to bend and withstand strain in a variety of circumstances. So you can have a high quality connection even within a difficult moment. And it also is a connective moment. So just like the name says, high quality connection or HQC, connectivity describes the level of openness to new ideas and influences that can happen. Thinking about the characteristics and also the structural components of a high quality connection will help us, my team, figure out how to best integrate not only workshop, knowledge, understanding, training, whatever it is that we're going to do as far as integrating positive psychology into the Arizona State Prison, thinking about these high-quality connections will help us determine some specific strategies for how it will be implemented and what it entails in order to continue to build moments of important connective relationships throughout the process during implementation and also that the positive psychology training workshop intervention itself sustains high quality interactions among people who work and live in prison of course this can be applied to any circumstance it can be applied to your family to your marriage to your own work relationships how are you showing up and how are you intentionally creating high quality connections with those you interact with This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Frame. Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the Skylight Frame. The Skylight Frame is the perfect gift. It's a touchscreen photo frame your whole family can upload photos to from wherever they are in the world. It's a way to share with her all the moments that matter. It sets up in seconds. You can even make sure that it's already loaded with photos when your mom opens her Mother's Day gift. And her Skylight Frame can hold thousands of the treasured photos you share. It's an easy, heartfelt way for mom to stay connected with those who matter most. It really is the perfect gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy. 